0: Monique, thank you. You're listening to the captain's run for state transport. Our people are your solution. Love your calls right throughout the show. There'll still be plenty of opportunities for that. 1-300-736-736. Sam Edmund with you up until midday right here on SEN. You can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN, of course, and one of their finest operators knows the sport inside and out, domestically and internationally. Liam Santamaria is with us on the line. G'day, Liam. Thanks for your time, mate.
1: Yeah, morning, Sam. Good to be with you, mate.
0: Well you as before we get to all things NBL? And I know there's a game I really want to get your thoughts on out of last night, but the Wemby show out of San Antonio. Did you take that in yesterday?
1: Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. He's um, he is something to behold, isn't he, Sam?
0: Oh, physically, I just can't get over it. And the nickname's perfect. It's one of the best nicknames in sport. The alien. Uh, he's an enormous man, and he just glides around the court. Having said that, though three quarters in, I was uh, I was thinking I'd been ripped off.
1: Well, yeah, I mean it was uh, I mean it was a fun debut, all in all, wasn't it? Uh, we, it was just a bit of a taste for what we're going to enjoy over the course of what's going to be a spectacular career. Now we all hope that he stays healthy over the journey, and we can we can enjoy what what he's going to bring to the table. But he's just you know, just an unbelievable player. He's so tall obviously to begin with a 7 foot 4 so incredibly long but the mobility the skill set he comes out and knocks down 33s three and you know he had a patch there in that second half where um, you know it became the Wemby show of course they went down Luka Doncic did his thing late in that game and Dallas got the win, but, man, uh, San Antonio are going to be very fun to watch for a very long time with this young man on the roster.
0: Yeah, and if the preseason offering's anything to go by and watching him come through, he can get hot in a short space of time and looks like he scores in bursts. So when he gets a hold of sides, it's going to be great to watch throughout this long uh, NBA season. A bit closer to home, Liam, last night, absolute cracker. The Hawks 84, Taipans 83. How did you take in this one?
1: Yeah, two really great games last night. That one in particular because it was a game winner from Tyler Harvey. Uh, Illawarra, of course, desperate for a win. They've been uh, doing it pretty tough in recent times. And they're on their home floor against a Taipans team coming back from playing exhibition games against NBA competition, So uh, they really felt like they needed to get that win. I think we all kind of felt that way. And uh, with a couple of seconds to go, it didn't look likely Pat Miller from the Taipans hits a a, a mid-range pull-up to put the Titans up two. No timeout. The Hawks were out of timeout, so they had to scramble and create something on the fly. And Tyler Harvey, who is their leading scorer, has the clutch gene. We've seen him hit big shots before. uh, I was able to hit a three-point dagger, uh, basically on the buzzer to give the Hawks the win. So huge sigh of relief for the Hawks and their fans. And, um, just a fun game, I think, for neutral observers to watch overall.
0: Now, the other game last night, of course, are the first of two. Gee, New Zealand are struggling, aren't they? The, the breakers, is uh, 36 has got it done, 97-85. Uh, can you mount a case for New Zealand to get their act together? I know it's early, but uh, we've seen this movie before.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can. I like that team. There's cause for concern right now, though, because their import big man, Zylan Cheatham, uh, went off with an injury last night. So we're all waiting with bated breath to hear whether he's okay or how long he may indeed be out. He's really important to what they do. It was a shock loss for mine. I mean, they came back. They played pretty tough in their return game uh, against Melbourne United. And I thought on their home floor they'd take care of the 36ers. But, you know, Dian Vasiljevic and that Adelaide group, they're up and about right now. And, yeah, the breakers are left licking their wounds.
0: Yeah, indeed. Let's cast forward, shall we, tonight... Tassie against United, who have started the season hot. They're six and one. Where are, actually, just before we get to this one, where are things at with Matty Delavadova and the concussion? I fell out of contact with this one for a couple of days. Liam, where where do things sit with him, e- even if there's any movement at all?
1: Yeah, the positive news from Melbourne this week is that you know he's started to return to team activity. Um, so he's been doing a little bit of work there with the group, and certainly back in in the building, which which is great. Um, They've held him out this week, and I guess they'll reassess things uh, after this weekend. So then they're not rushing things with Nelly, which makes sense, given his history with concussion. But great to hear that, you know, he's on the improve. And, uh, oh, man, you're right to uh, point your your interest towards that game tonight. Mm -hmm. Top of the table clash down in Tassie. The Jack Jumpers got the better of United in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. So Dean Vickerman and his group looking for revenge.
0: They'd be lining up already down there, wouldn't they, for a Jackie's home game?
1: You can't get in, Sam. Don't bother lining up. Uh, they're basically sold out all season. And if you're lucky enough to know somebody who knows somebody, you might be able to find a spot. But, uh, no, nah, it is um, the hottest ticket in town. And that team, in just their third year of existence, is once again a championship
0: contender. Something to be said for the, you know, I don't like this word, but the boutique venue, isn't it, Liam? Like, it's not a large venue, but it creates an atmosphere that um, is almost unrivaled in the competition. And you mentioned the fact you can't get a ticket down there for love or money. So it's something to be said for just don't build things too big. And I know we won't get into the footy conversation with you down there, but a lot of debate around the capacity for a Tasmanian footy team. But they've built it small, and it's been a raging success down there.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And um and now they're bursting at the seams. So there's talk about all right, well how do we now yeah. you know, work on this place and increase the capacity? But that's a good problem to have. Um, you know, the jack jumpers, they sell out their season really in, in like half an hour every year when they open up their tickets. So it's it's very, very exciting with that group's been able to build and you're right, there's there's a few of those type of smaller venues around the league. Cairns Taipans is kinda one of those as well, the Cairns Convention Centre. And when it's full, the atmosphere is electric and it gives that home team, you know, a a real six-man advantage.
0: So what have we had? Six, seven, some teams have played eight games in the case of the 36ers, Liam. Enough of a sample size for an expert like you to get a feel on the hierarchy of the league. So we're talking about the two top teams at the moment, United and the, and the Jackies. Who's the better ball club there? And who do you see among the leading contenders? And who's impressed you the first handful of rounds into this 23-24 season?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I still have Melbourne United as, as the team to beat for this title. I really like the group that they've put together. And we know Dean Bickerman is a is a master coach. And,
0: you know, they've, they've re-immersed Joe Lawala-Chul into the lineup
1: last week. He's a he can be a you know a devastating impact level guy and you know then they're still gonna bring Matthew Delvedova back into this group. I I like them I and mean, the Jackies are right there for sure. Uh, the other team that I think is really impressed in the early going is the Sydney Kings. I yep. thought it would it would take a little while, you know, some, some new key pieces, a new head coach, Jonah Bolden, let's see how long it takes for him to ramp things up. But you know, they've been good. They took a hit last week against Tasmania but, you know, I think they've been good in the early going but you know, there's going to be other teams that pop their way up over the course of the season. Sam, the East Melbourne Phoenix, are just all of a sudden tracking quite nicely, and you know, I do think that New Zealand team, if if uh, they don't get bad news here with Zion Cheatham, still has uh, a lot of upside as well. So it's a tight, closely contested competition, uh, even if there are a couple of teams at the very top right now who are starting to separate
0: themselves. Now, concerningly for me, I want to ask you about a team down near the bottom and admittedly I've got an interest in asking you about them because the Perth Wildcats are part of the SEN family. Are <laughs> we are we are we in trouble here, Liam?
1: Uh yeah they are in trouble, for sure. They've got they got issues at both ends of the floor right now, Sam. So mm, um you know they've a lost a bunch in a row and <laughs> Bryce Cotton's not Bryce Cotton right now, which is a big problem to solve and um, they've got a huge game coming up against Brisbane at home, an undermanned bullet side that they they really need to take care of. So, yep, it is worrying times for the Wildcats, and they need to right this ship uh, quickly before things start to get away from them.
0: We start in the NBA. I want to finish in the NBA from an Aussie perspective anyway. Big uh, news last week was the new contract for Josh Greenland, $41 bucks, so $64 million Australian, the new contract uh, with the Mavs. For three years, not bad if you can get it.
1: Well earned too. Sam yep. a lot. Josh has done a great job over these first few years in the league. Um, improving year in year out and finding uh, what's going to be his niche in, in uh, at the highest level. So he's become a premium defender, he's really worked on his stroke to become a knockdown guy like you're going to play alongside superstars like Luka Doncic, you need to be able to catch and shoot and knock that thing down. So he's proven his value, and it's an interesting contract. I think there's there's elements of that that's rather team-friendly, but also uh, it's not loaded in years. So in a few years' time, hopefully he continues to improve and he can really, really, truly start to cash in at that point.
0: Liam, great pleasure to have you on, mate. I know where you'll be and your attention will be diverted tonight. 7.30, the tip-off. Jack Jumpers in Melbourne United down there in Hobart. Looking forward to that one. And uh, always look forward to talking to you, mate. Appreciate your time.
1: Cheers, Sam. Good to chat, mate.
0: There's Liam Santa Maria, there, NBL analyst on ESPN Australia, New Zealand. Of course, does some work for 10 Peach also. And he's right across the game here and abroad. NBA 2K24 is out now as well. I'll see you on the court.